How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Searching for a parenting podcast you'll actually want to listen to? One that covers everything from how to deal with picky eating, how to grieve a pregnancy loss, and how to not hate your partner after having kids? Well, your new favorite podcast, After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings, is here. Hosted by two BFFs, this is a no-shame parenting podcast. Listen to and follow After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings on the free Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Welcome in, everybody, to the first ever Scraby and Friends. This all came about on Friday, so I had very little time to uh, get prepared for this. But uh, well, you mean I, you had a whole weekend? I had a whole weekend, but yeah, you guys gave me this at like 4 p.m. on a Friday. Okay, we have a lot going on today. I'm Scraby, by the way. That would be friend number one, Tony Gwynn Jr. We, uh, like I said, we have a lot going on today, including some Aztecs tickets given away during Christmas. The fans. He will be joining us at some point. He is in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, on a bus somewhere. So he said when he gets settled in his room, he's going to join us. But uh, that will be a little bit later. We're going to get to the Padres payroll questions in the NFL and all of that, but. I wanted to start with this, Tony. So, What did you want to start with, Scrape? I, over the weekend, received some Christmas gifts, or holiday gifts, I should say. And I want to know one thing from people. You could tweet me at Matt Scravey, but how do you react when you open a gift that you don't like? Because I had a situation, I'm not going to say what it was or who gave it to me or anything like that, but... I had a less than favorable reaction, and I realized after the fact how rude I was, and Super rude. I apologized. But I, I wasn't like, oh, this is stupid. I was just like, I don't really need this So what made thing. you realize that you didn't have a great reaction then? Because you- the thought and time and effort that was put into this one gift, um, when I was thinking about after, I'm like, yeah, that, that was kind of rude of me because I did spend some time thinking about this and buying this thing and researching this thing. So I should have been a little bit nicer. But in is there real like- time, what was your reaction? Like, what oh, in made real you, time, what it was like, you think that it was uh, oh, inappropriate? Yeah. <laughs> In real time, what made me think it was inappropriate? Um, yeah. I just didn't really want it. <laughs> I know you didn't want it. Did you? Did your face say that oh, you didn't I see. want it? No, did the you... actual right, reaction. Right. It was what oh. made you ponder back. Like, man, that wasn't a. Oh, here it was like. Uh, so I'm opening. I'm like, it's this big old box. I'm like, what could be in the big old box? And then I open it, and nothing says on the outside of the box. I'm like, oh, this could be cool. It's in the shape of a golf club. Oh, and- you you had expectations. Yes. <laughs> and then I opened the box and it wasn't a golf club. It was something else. And I was like, oh. And it was disappointing at that point. I was like, oh, thanks. And, and that was it. Okay, yeah. And, and they were like, do you like that? And I was like, oh, well, you know, I kind of really don't need it. But 
Uh, oh, yeah. What a butthead. And then I realized as I was speaking, I was like, but this is awesome. Like, this is really great. I appreciate you for thinking of me and getting this for me. So that was uh, my weekend. The awkwardness is already. What Usually a, I'm more. Jerk. You Thank you. Usually I'm more, um, I guess, over the top than like you you would for a gift that you actually like it would be like oh man this is awesome so you're usually fake and yeah and i throw it into the closet and never see it again oh wow that's what happens well, what about I, you I, what about what about me i mean how do you react when you open a gift you don't like i certainly don't try to uh i i do my best to act like i like it you know that's what you know the right thing to do is and so you say, <laughs> I mean, I, I say, did do my best. No, no, you, no, you I did said, not. I said, oh, thanks. That's that's not your best, buddy. Uh, I, I certainly try to at least, you know, and I don't get very many gifts that I don't like. Really? Uh, that's yeah, that's I mean, awesome. I mean, it's the, it's the, the thought, right? It's not necessarily, I mean, I, I, listen, I, I, I certainly am not um, frugal with myself. I, I, I definitely get. You know, the things that I like and that I want. I see. So, you know, when I get a gift, sometimes it's a thought. It's great. You know, it also is like, yeah, you it, thought it is you were thought. getting a golf club. I did. And it turned out not to be a golf club. And you felt some type of way about it and didn't do a good job hiding it. it it's okay that it wasn't a golf club, but I totally was expecting a golf club. It was in that shape. And I'm like, how could anything other than a golf club come in this box? I don't understand it, but I hope that person's not listening. <laughs> I, I hope they are, and I hope you apologize to them. I did. I did. Okay. I did. Okay. I was like, you know, that wasn't the best reaction, and I could really use it. And I can, but it's it's more of an – I'm not going to say what it is By because the way, it gives away to who I'm talking about. forgave you, they still know that you think their gift is a piece of you-know-what. <laughs> they do not. Because I will use they it, do. and I will show you them that finished, I use you it. You just finished explaining why you could possibly use it after telling them, you know, I don't really need it, but... I mean, I, but I'm going to show that. I want to take a picture and be like, hey, look at this. This is awesome. Here you go. I'm using your gift. Or something else. Anyway. Great. Anyway, we have the good, bad, and the ugly here at the end of the hour. Chris made the good, bad, and the ugly. And like I said, he's trying to join us by then. We're not sure. So I may be taking you through it, but he did make the selections. And I agree with all three of the good today. I do, Tony. Scraby doesn't even want Chris to come on the show today, ladies and gentlemen. Well, hey, this, this, this is Scraby and Friends, <laughs> not Gwyn and Friends, okay? You know, there's a certain there's a certain veil that needs to be over the show. I'm sorry. I'll shut up. I'll okay, shut now up. I'll tell everybody that, yes, uh, when Chris decided – we, I mean, we've had – this plan for like six weeks of Chris not being on the show on today and then on Friday. He's like, you know what? Actually, I can join. And the engineers were gone and I was going to give him. I, he needs to have a camera on the road and he needs to have a better audio capturing equipment. But no one was here. And so, as you guys can all imagine, this sends my man Scrape into a tizzy. Like he just is like the the whole you know, not having everybody here to, to kind of make the control. sure. It's the control. Make, yeah, the control part. You you struggle with that. I, it's one of the reasons I drink because I try <laughs> no, to control everything. Used to drink. Used to drink, used to drink but drink. one of the reasons I could still drink is that even if you're born, like it, even if you work on it, it's still instinctual. You still work. It's, it's still it's, it's instinctual. Forever work. A forever work. Anyway, I'm sure people are sick of hearing about me complain. This is not how I expected Scraby and Friends to start, Tony. <laughs> Let's talk about the Padres. So I, uh, Tony and I, for the last maybe 45 minutes, have been breaking it down, going through the math, and it is likely 
Yes. Let's 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 rewind a little okay. bit for those yeah. who may not have read the athletic article. Um, Dennis Lynn reported. Was did the article come out today or last night? Uh, what I think it. Let me um, let me click it, on it. It was in the last couple of days. Uh, he wrote an article about. Um, it was on Saturday. It was on Saturday. Um, wrote an article about the Padres and the payroll and where they stand uh, in terms of the uh, the tax, the the payroll tax, CBT, the CBT, collective payroll tax that every team has to abide by. The Padres um, over the last two years have been over. Um, in 2022, they were you know they were over by five million, I believe. They were, no, they were okay. So in 2022, they were five million over pay, and they paid a one and a half million dollar tax bill. Then 2023, they were 57 million over the the threshold. And they had to pay a 39 million plus dollar bill. So they so, had to reset if they go into so the third year. Let me explain. The, the according to the rules, every year you're over that tax threshold. It's the first year. There's a tax. The first year was twenty percent. So they were five million over. Twenty percent of that ended up being the one point five mil. But in twenty twenty three, they were over uh, by quite a bit. The thirty percent in year two, which is the tax penalty, uh, brought them to about thirty nine million, a little over thirty nine million dollars. Yeah. Uh, so. What the Padres are basically, at least according to the article, are trying to do is get back under that tax barrier where they don't have a penalty because year three, the penalty is is super steep. It's a 50 percent tax on the overages that a team has. And, and so the Padres, according to the Dennis Lynn article, are trying to get underneath that. Um, the deal for Soto does and it's not it's. It's the AAV of the number. So, for instance, uh, Carpenter, Matt Carpenter, has signed a two-year, $12 million deal. Uh, it's The AAV of that deal is $6 million. So that is what they were able to move, or at least portion of it they were able to move and, and move that to Atlanta. Nonetheless, the Padres seem to be, at least according to this article, trying to get underneath that tax threshold. And we've seen examples of this. The Dodgers just did the same thing. Now, listen, what we do know is the Dodgers' pockets are are extremely deep. And so, you know, maybe that group is willing to take on the 20, the 30 percent as the Padres would. Even the team like the Dodgers was not willing to do the 50 percent tax. Because that's insane. And so they, this past offseason, not this one we're in, but the previous one elected basically to sit out and come underneath that threshold, that reset them. Um, so now they'll go over this year and they'll pay that 20%, which I think most of the teams who are in that bracket, tax bracket, are willing to to, to eat. Yeah, um, definitely. And so I think that is a move. And it, it starts to break down the, the type of free agents that are coming next year versus what they're playing with this year. Um, it starts to kind of open you up to maybe what we heard before the end of the season last year has turned out to be to be true. Uh, there's still plenty of uh, of free agency left. Um, as we saw last year, the deeper it gets, the the more price tags start to come down because players are willing to take a little bit. But that is seemingly why we're seeing the moves that we're 
we're we're we're we're seeing right now. And it makes complete and total sense that they would do this because it's insane to have a fifty percent tax on a on a on your AAV or whatever the uh, CBT number. And one thing I kind I I mean I knew but I didn't know it was the such a different number. But Fangraphs projections have the Padres with a hundred and fifty two million dollar payroll, but their luxury ta- luxury tax figure is. Fifty-three million dollars more at two hundred five million. So you're you're not only you're not just working with one number. You're working with two numbers, and that's why, like, they're making deals like getting Matt Carpenter out of town so that they can save that six million dollars. Which tell which I ask, why can't that six million dollars and some of the Juan Soto go for like a Jack Flaherty? Go for springing for a Seth Lugo. I mean, I, mean, I don't know what their plan is. Jack Flaherty, Jack but, Flaherty but, signed for thirteen. You you say six million dollars from Matt Carpenter, you take uh, seven million dollars from Juan Soto's thirty three, and there you get a Jack Flaherty of a number three starter. The question is, with the amount of things that you want that the Padres need to address, right? They probably still need another starter. They probably need multiple bullpen arms. They need a left handed bat. They need a left so, fielder. So. And that can be filled by, you know, you can fill both things. Oh, there. and a center Lefty, fielder. We don't know how they feel about some of the young guys, Marcy being one of them, right, if he, if he's going to be able to come up and, and be productive right now. And so you have to ask yourself, with that amount of money that you've saved, do you want to allocate that to or a lot of it to one guy, or do you want to spread it out and try to get the best for each of those spots that you have vacant. I, and and that's the job that, that AJ is having to, to try to maneuver right now. And I can't uh, go back on my word. That's what I said last year. They're too top-heavy. They need more that's guys that are making said. $10 million that are producing. And so they have to do that. But a good question coming in from Roland on the stream. I, I think a lot of people felt that way. <laughs> uh, on the stream, if you want to watch us, we're on YouTube. Just uh, search 97.3 The Fan on YouTube. And I got some nice Christmas colors going on right there. Tony's looking into the camera right now. But Roland... I know. I just realized I had my back to... The- it's Okay, I didn't folks. move your camera yet. It, you know, Scraping Friends inaugural show was a little bit crazy before the show. You know, uh, Roland asked if we re-sign Snell, does that make us over the tax limit? Which is a great question because not well, necessarily. If they defer all the payments, no, even well, well, even even than we saw in that. But he's not making seventy million dollars a year, right? Right. But maybe Blake doesn't want to defer his payments. No, maybe, maybe he, he doesn't. I've seen that in hand pronto. I've seen that opinion of why didn't the Padres players take a defer because they want they their want money the, now. They don't I, mean, want to their money. I don't right. have any problem with someone saying because Shohei Otani's at a different stratosphere. Right. Guy wakes up and he's making money. It just never goes away. Some of these other players, they need the money right now because they don't have that money. Right, right. So. This is this is this apples and oranges, basically. But I mean. it does maybe depending Ultimately, on how they structure the, it. The player has to want to do it. It doesn't matter how much the team tries to convince them. If player A is like, nah, I want my Lou right now. <laughs> then that's then it. That's what it that's is. It. Or I can take my services elsewhere to somebody who does. I mean, when we're talking about those type of players, right? If we sign Blake Snell, not – it depends on how long the deal is, what the AAV is going to be, yeah. right? Because uh, there's a scenario in which they could have Blake – and the AAV not eat up all of it, but it's gonna whatever he gets, it's going to eat up most of it. So that in itself kind of deters the Padres from wanting to re-sign Blake Snow. 
Because they can't go into the third year of the tax again, bracket. Again, they're waiting. They, the market may come back to them. It's, the market's certainly high right now. The price tags that are coming off are are expensive. But as you get closer to spring training and every people start to get a little uncomfortable, you know, players start to get uncomfortable when they don't, you know, they don't have a, a, a job yet. The market can start to now move back towards your direction in prices that maybe you're a little more comfortable with. But that may be the outside of trades, the only option in terms of free agency based off of what we read from Dennis Lynn on Saturday and what was reported earlier. Yes. Well, it is complicated, but AJ is working hard to get under that number. You know what I want to point out? What? Is that. Even when you run the show, we mm-hmm. get out at t- two sixteen. Just wanted to point that out. First segment's always a little bit longer, you know. Mm-hmm. Just getting yourself into the show. Thank you, friend one. <laughs> That's Tony Quinn Jr. I'm Scraby. When we get back, we're going to talk about some news on the broadcasting rights deal thingamabobber in Major League Baseball. But one of us had a feature in the newspaper over the weekend. And we'll tell you who next. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Oh, man. Back here, 97.3 The Fan, The Odyssey Palace, Scraby and Friends. Actually, Gwen and Chris. We're just calling it Scraby and Friends for today until Adam calls me after the show and says, Scraby and Friends is permanently taken over. <laughs> uh, the cameras, if you if you haven't watched the cameras yet, you need to because there's a whole show behind the show of me struggling with the camera software and how many times the cameras go out of focus and stuff. So Scraby... Looks like his head's going to explode dealing with these cameras. They have a mind of their own. They really do. And that drives you crazy because you like control. <laughs> Good point, Tony. Yeah, we learned that in the last segment. Yes, we did. All right. Uh, I told you before the break that one of us was featured in the newspaper. Well, I kind of fibbed a little bit, but an extension of one of us was definitely featured in the newspaper. So, Tony, take over. Yeah, uh, my daughter. I uh, was um, in there for one of the many uh, student-athletes of the week in the Union Tribune. Shout out to her. She had a good week. They uh, won their, uh, what was it, the San Diego Holiday Jubilee. Um, they yeah. They were able 
They won the championship. It all weekend. They won their they won their bracket uh, four to one. They beat Olympia. Uh, she she had like I think she had six goals in, in four of the games. So like total. So. Wait, wait. Six goals in four games? Six goals in four games. Okay, that's she, pretty good. She uh, <laughs> she had a really good week. It was good for her. It's good to see her confidence grow a little bit in that area. Did she score like all, like four in one game or was it like she spread had, out? She had three, two. She had two. Um, I can't remember who it was against. Uh, against Uni. Against not Uni. Against U, U, uh, Cathedral? U, no, University uh, City. Oh, okay. okay. She had... Uh, three uh, against a team from um, like Lake Lake Elsinore. Okay, and then she had one in the championship game. Jeez, that's a lot of goals. Yeah, honestly. No, it's it's, it's, uh, it's it's a new it's a new feeling for her. So I'm I'm happy she's getting to experience it. Yeah, you you even as a proud papa sent a, sent Chris and I a text this morning with the link, and I was like, huh, what is Tony going to send me here? Yeah, no, oh, I I mean, I was definitely in my proud papa mode there, and I'm pretty sure Chris still hasn't read it at this point. Chris doesn't even know he has a text at this point. <laughs> if you're wondering where Chris is, he is on a bus in Fort Lauderdale trying to make it to the hotel that he's at for the Aztecs women's. They're playing a tournament down there. He's going to join us as soon as he can, but congratulations to Michaela, and congratulations to the proud papa for the honor. Thank you. Now, the TV rights has been a thing for a while now, especially here in San Diego. I mean, in other cities where this isn't an issue, I don't think really anybody is following it as closely. But as we all know, that Diamond Sports, Diamond slash Bally, they gave up on the Padres basically last year. Um, I may have missed this, but Rob Manfred was speaking about this, and he said that they had notified the Padres and MLB less than 24 hours before they went off air. So now I know why they're, you know, going back to the TV broadcast that they ended up putting together, it was pretty good. I got to say, for for having 24 hours of notice to put something like that together, it wasn't bad. Yeah, no, it happened so fast. I remind you, as I said, I think we went to Florida. I think we went to play Miami right after the the Yankees series, and I, I was informed, hey, uh, if if Valley, you know, their payment goes through, you'll be doing the uh, POV show. If not, you won't. And so, I assume that was the day game in New York. We left that day, headed to to Miami. I assume that that twenty four hour period is when they found out, and then Major League Baseball then has to, you know. Step in, scramble, and... get to, and and Major League Baseball had people in Miami like the very next day, so it all happened pretty quick. Um, it, it was a, it was a little chaotic there, but it, it seems it was Major League Baseball made it pretty seamless. That's why it's um, that's why I love radio because radio is compact and yeah. it's it doesn't. I'm not saying not that they did production. anything wrong, but yeah, it takes a lot to put on a TV. Although production. Dave Marcus might feel some type of way here and say it's not. No, a no, big no, no. I've seen Dave Marcus. <laughs> he had me show up last year before the Padres clinched with the White Sox or, or when they were playing the White Sox. He had me show up three and a half hours early to the park to show me five minutes worth of stuff. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That sounds like Dave. I was like, "What time do you want me there, Dave? The game's at one ten. He's like, "Can you can you be here at like ten? Yeah. Like what? <laughs> and then I then I was like, "Is that it?" He was like, yeah, that's it. Five like, minutes. I could have done this later. <laughs> anyway. But the TV side, the, this whole athletic article with Evan Drellich is very complicated. And basically, they're trying to decide, Bally and Diamond, which broadcast they're going to keep and which ones they're going to 
uh, get rid of like they kind of did with the there, Padres. There and you some, understand this more than I yeah, do. Yeah, there are some that are more profitable than others, um, at, at least according to Bally's or the way the deal was originally structured is is hurting Bally. So they're trying to either come up with a deal with teams that is kind of a um, kind of a, a re you kind of redoing the deal in some way, um, and or they're just going to get rid of the teams. Right now, the two definite teams that we knew of was the Rangers and the Guardians. Um, sounds like the Guardians. Uh, whatever they heard from the Bally representatives was pretty good. They seem to be uh, at least moving in the direction of finding some type of common ground with the deal that they have. Uh, as for the Rangers, they likely will be taken over by Major League Baseball. Now there's one mystery team that uh, was a surprise, it sounded like, in the hearing that Major League Baseball wasn't aware of. What a, what a, what a way Bally to decided, hold someone. Yeah, way to Bally just <laughs> threw out there. Now it's not reported what team that is, but – we do know the Padres, the Diamondbacks, and who was the other one that uh, was in twins. that group? And the Twins ha- are already being done by Major League Baseball. And so we talked a little bit about this uh, maybe last week or a couple yeah. weeks ago, um, them trying to find a way towards getting a deal. But uh, no worries for our, the folks out here. You, you're going to get to watch the games the same way you got to watch the games when Bally folded on the Padres last year. so We I'm- get a lot of questions, actually, in the chat about that. And uh, my usual response is I work in radio, not TV, so I'm not sure. Yeah, no, I, I believe it'll be offered the same way. So the, they, the- But they're the, but it's going to be some sort of possibly, I mean, no one's told us anything, a subscription model, I would assume, just like they did last year, seventy nine yeah. ninety nine yeah. or whatever. Nothing's going to change uh, from what it sounded like on the viewer side. I think, you know, Major League Baseball, I think, covered 80% of that last year for the team. I don't know that that's going to be it's the not, case. I don't know the exact year. number, but I don't, it's that's what I'm saying. I don't know what the number is. It's just not going to be 80%. So I don't know that – I don't believe that affects our viewers, but that is uh, kind of how this thing is going. I mean, depending on how it breaks down, I think the Padres may this be is, getting in early to something that is going to become common. I, I think you're 100% right. And, you know, there may be some growing pains early as you try to kind of figure this out, but this is likely the format that it's heading in until streaming actually becomes like every yeah end-all, be-all. Yeah. So uh, it'll be interesting. I, I don't know that there is a perfect answer to how this is right now, uh, but I think in terms of the viewer, I think Major League Baseball certainly knows they got to take care of the regional fans that are the ones that are paying the price or, or yeah, getting hit over head with it. So uh, well, they seem to recognize that, which is not something Major League Baseball often, you know, is at the head of the class of. Who's in charge? I mean, it doesn't. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't usually become a thing where Major League Baseball's they haven't thinking had, of the little people. Right? They haven't had a, a department that kind of handled all of that stuff and they haven't needed to, but it sounds like they want to have like a centralized way to get the, the games out. We need to get to break, but do you think this is a baseball only idea? I mean, because the NFL two days a week, maybe three days a week, those are probably going to stay with big carriers, but like the NBA, I could see maybe doing something like this as well. The key, one thing's for sure is the carriers need live sports at this point. This, so they're going to have to pay it, it, It's the one thing that's, it's It's keeping them alive it's the only thing that's keeping them alive at this point the streaming is where it's headed none of the sports have seemingly figured it out 
100% NFL is probably the farthest along. But, I mean, that's that, that just where it seems like it's headed. Yeah. Really. All right, Chris is going to hate that, so let's, let's not tell him about it when he joins the no, show because he does won't. not like streaming. I'm Scraby. That's obviously Tony Wood Jr. Chris is going to join us whenever he gets to his hotel in Florida. When we get back, how did Chris rank week, week, not week, week 15 in the NFL? The good, the bad, and the ugly of week. week wow. <laughs> can I say that? Week 15 is next on 97.3 like The Fan. <laughs> This hour on Scraby and Friends is brought to you by Mossy Nissan. This is actually Gwen and Chris, Scraby and Friends for today. But uh, it is brought to you by Mossy Nissan. Unwrap Mossy Nissan's lowest advertised prices of the year during the Nissan Thrill of the Drive sales event. Get incredible lease deals and low APRs on new Nissans. But hurry, these offers won't be back in stock. Visit MossyNissan.com or a Mossy Nissan Near you. I drove a Maxima, Tony, for a very long time. Like Nissan a, Maxima? 1997 Nissan Maxima. I can could, I could see, see you in a Maxima. You know, the I finally had to get a, a new car, and so I, dot, I went, went down that road. I've never driven, like, a new car in my life. I've always, you just got a new car. No, that's what I'm saying oh. now. Like, so it's foreign to me to drive a nice car, so I have to make sure I don't, like, dent it and stuff. This Maxima though was was in trouble. <laughs> you have to make sure you don't. Well, like dent if it. You, you, you you've just been driving around denting your cars prior to this. My one? last car, the Prius, had like two hundred and forty something thousand miles on it, and so whenever someone would open the door onto it, I'd be like, "Meh, okay, who cares?" You don't think you don't feel that way? No. Okay. okay I how beat up my car is it? Someone would literally open the door to me, and they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, yeah, it's yeah, a bad no, car no. anyway. I, I, I would have tried not to, like, lose it, but I would definitely be <laughs> upset if somebody just banged my guard. I definitely wouldn't have, oh, it's all right. Don't worry about it. I'll just keep it moving. Well, your car's very nice. Regardless. Now I would get out nice. foaming at the mouth yeah, okay. and tell them they're going to have to pay. Good. But I shouldn't have admitted that live on the radio because <laughs> now... I have proof of it. All right. Chris is not here yet, so we are going to go through the good, the bad, the ugly of week 15. Chris put it together, so I'm going to read his notes along with it that he usually texts us. And I've told him before he's allowed to email this to me, but he likes to text this very, very, very unique and intricate text. He has a routine. (laughs) Let that man live. I do. I do. He's not going to the email strategy, even though it would... Probably be a lot easier. Can you imagine how many times he has to restart things because he finds, like, he doesn't know how to edit a word in the middle and he has to, like, delete everything? (laughs) (laughs) The one-finger delete? The one-finger delete. Uh, All right. Last night, Sunday night football, Ravens and Jacksonville Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence played awful last night. Uh, But it was old-school Ravens. Here's Chris's note. Ravens rushed for 204 in second half. Defense helps them hang on to AFC top spot. And uh, Lamar Jackson finding his new tight end. Well, the Ravens at the 16-yard line. Lamar wants to throw. Lops to the end zone looking for his man. He's got him. Isaiah Likely. Touchdown, Ravens. Lamar Jackson ran for 97 yards yesterday. He is, um, I mean, this Ravens team is completely, you know, live by, die by Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah. But, you know, when you pay that dude that kind of money, that's, Kind of how it goes, and right now, he's shouldering the, the load a little bit. He's he hasn't been like spectacular, yeah. But 
he's been good. But he's, he's been, winning. He's been good. He's been he's been winning. And if it were not for a guy by the name of Brock Purdy, he probably mm. would be at the well. Both of the dudes on the 49ers, really. Yeah. See, if it wasn't for those two dudes, Lamar Jackson would be the the head. He would would be leading the way. He would. Um, Lamar Jack or Isaiah Likely. You know that one play last night where he kind of spun out of a tackle and then he kind of like off of his back foot threw it up to Isaiah yeah. Likely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Was, that that is why you win MVP because you're able to do that. Brock Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers went to Arizona. It started out closer than I thought. But they pulled away. Purdy from under center. Takes a seven-step drop near midfield. Spins to the far sideline. Sets up to throw. Flicks his wrist downfield. McCaffrey wide open. Catches at the 10. Falls up. Gets up. And sprints into the end zone for a touchdown. Bang, bang, Niner gang. It's the only time I get to play it. <laughs> you for, can play it freely today, for, too, because Chris is in here. 49ers win 45-29. to 29. CMC had three touchdowns. Uh, Brock Purdy, I believe, had four touchdowns. Here's what I'll say about Brock Purdy. Yes, I was lukewarm on him being the guy to take over the franchise, but he, when he has Trent Williams and when he has Debo Samuel, he gets better every uh, you, single you know week. Who, you know who that sounds like? It feels like it sounds like we used when Tom Brady first came into the league, how they used to talk about him. Well, he has all of this, so he's this. And then it was eventually... And then eventually... They have it, him. <laughs> exactly. Now, I'm not saying that this dude is yeah. Tom Brady, but I, I actually did watch him. And he is accurate. He as, is. His, it's ridiculous. Yeah. His understanding, like the th- made the, sh- the throw he threw the Debo on the back shoulder. Yeah. I mean, that's like high level. That's Q- like the highest QB level you right can there. do right there. Because like he just throws it, and obviously they know that it's going to happen. But he just throws it to I, a spot I, on I, the I, field. I've tried to be a little bit of a hater towards Brock. It's, he's making it increasingly. More difficult, and he's kind of like humble too, and he still drives a Toyota I, you know, Sequoia. The thing is, I haven't actually really heard him talk much, but he's I, very, I, it's, he's it's very just, humble. It's just the highlights, but I do keep hearing the Fred Warner story when they first drafted him, and he was playing in the preseason games. Oh, it yeah. was pretty obvious to all of them that he was this good. dude was a little different than yeah. some of the other guys. Well, Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch, you got one right there by drafting Mr. Irrelevant. All right, on Saturday night, by the way, there was three games on Saturday. They were all awesome. I was looking forward to this game, uh, the Lions and the Broncos. They did not ride, the Broncos, that is. Yeah, they disappointed me. They were really disappointing, and here is the score that got it all started for the Lions. Goff takes the snap, boots right, looks, looks, now throws, got a man wide open. Laporta, left side, inside the 15, shakes him in at the 10, Laporta to the 5, to the 2, to the end zone, touchdown Detroit Lions! Thankfully, I was not playing against Sam Laporta because he scored a bunch of points. Oh, my God. Don't get me started with Are my, you playing? Oh, my we're, no, we're going to get into that. <laughs> At 320, there is a major faux pas that we have to talk about. But that's 320. Jared Goff, five touchdowns for the Lions. Um, they close in on the first division title in 30 years. If you were to see Tony right now, I'm his, so hands, his head is in his hands. Again. We'll talk about it. But Lions move on uh, 42-17. Now, the bad category, apparently this is bad because the Bears blew the late lead 17-7, and Mooney drops a sure thing deflection on the Hail Mary. Couldn't actually find that Hail Mary play called, but here is uh, the Browns tying it up. Marquise Goodwin into the game with all of that speed. A wide left with Cooper. Two to the right. Play action fake. As Flacco drifts right, throws, and he's got Cooper open. He caught it. 20-15. 
Joe Flacco threw, I believe, three interceptions he yesterday. He, still I watched won the his game. game. He was atrocious at times, but he also was a veteran quarterback. Like when he needed to make a throw, he seemed to make it. And he he's got just enough scramble in him where he can extend the play. And they hey, they 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 came back. They, they did. marched him down. Uh, makes me think of where were the Jets when they were looking for a quarterback earlier in the year because Joe Flacco obviously could still. I I bet you Joe Flacco could do it better than Zach Wilson. I don't disagree. Just but because he he's, might he's also so... be victim to Daniel Hackett as well. Nathaniel. Damn, damn. Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, the next game. <laughs> That's his brother. Yes, his evil or his good brother because he he is the evil one. Uh, the next game would be in the bad category: the Dolphins and the Jets. Now, the Jets are in the bad category because they scored zero points. Chris just says, dot, 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 Nathaniel Hackett. Bad. (laughs) (laughs) Jets don't cross midfield until the fourth quarter, then immediately throw pick when they do. And without Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle had to step up. Two under center. Back to throw, looking deep down the left sideline. He wants one. He's got it. Touchdown, Miami. Now, according to that call, he didn't go 60 yards. It was like a two-yard play, but that's this is not rate the radio call. Um, if you had Tyreek Hill in your fantasy leagues and you were in the playoffs and you lost, I'm very sorry to you because him being out ruined a bunch of playoff hopes. I know that it ruined our guy John from uh, John and Tammy KSON's morning show. I ruined uh, him, John. Yeah, I ruined him because Tyreek Hill scores like 50 points every game. But the Dolphins move on, winning 30 to nothing. Next is the Buffalo Bills mm. and the Cowboys. I thought this game was going to be a lot better, and it wasn't. But uh, James Cook got going early. Allen in the shotgun. Cook in the backfield to his right. Back to pass. Going to roll out to his right. Flings it to the end zone for James Cook for an 18-yard touchdown reception. This was bad. Yeah, Chris's notes, dot, 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 dot. Cowboys run over on the road. <laughs> Snaps five-game win streak in which they'd average 40 or more points per game. And they hadn't really played anybody outside of the Eagles in that in that stretch. And they played the Bills. And not only did they lose, they got bullied in yeah, this game. They did. They got absolutely bullied. Um, does, this the, does this the start of the Cowboys cowboying? I mean, this is... They're in the same element with the Chargers. They just had a little bit more success early in their franchise uh, career. You if know I'm, what I'm saying? Yeah. If I'm a Cowboy fan, I'm a little nervous about one thing. The fact that they can score 40 points with no problem at home and they can't do anything on the road. The road is going to be an issue. For, I don't know why it's them. so difficult for them. Because with the Eagles and the... Uh, the 49ers with better records at this point. Better records and can play on the road. They have shown to play on the road. That leaves Dallas. They'll get a home game early, but they're going to have to go on the road at some point. Yeah, they they are going to have to go on a road, the road at some point, and uh, that's a little scary if I'm a Cowboys fan. To the ugly category, first one, I didn't even want to highlight for this because it was such a beatdown. Las Vegas Raiders 63, the Chargers 21. So bad, Chris says, that even Dean Spanos noticed, which is, as you heard Chris say on Friday, not something that he would have most likely noticed. Anyway, but it's uh, 42 nothing at the half. Bolt's ugly performance gets Brandon Staley and autocorrected Tom Telescope fired. <laughs> <laughs> I just read that. Tom uh, Telescope. Yeah, the, the Raiders are weird. 
I don't know what to think about this, but the Chargers, they clearly, as we talked about Friday, look like they were just done with this game. I don't think the Raiders are weird. I just don't think they have the strongest roster, but they're playing because they got a coach that's a different voice and seems to be hitting on all cylinders there. Yep. Uh, yeah, now this is, you know, that's one of those... Um, we, we've highlighted this game yeah, I mean, because yeah. we, the firing forced us to really talk about it a lot In last depth. week. Yeah. Uh, the next one, only two more left, the Saints and the Giants. Tommy DeVito for New York Mayor put on temporary hold as Saints shut him down and tie the Buccaneers for first place in the NFC South. Jawan Wash- er, no, Jawan Johnson with the touchdown. The lone back is Jamal Williams. Taysom in to the right side, looking to the right, and he's looking for a wide open Jawan Johnson. And that is going to be a touchdown, J.J. Did the score of the Saints and the Giants game affect you because you slapped yourself? No, I slapped myself because I just saw that uh, Jalen Hurts is going to play tonight. I was hoping that his sickness <laughs> would keep him out. Oh, that's right, because you're playing against Jalen Hurts. But you never know. They had a couple. They had a. Oh, he's got Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown. I deserve. I deserve. But for the record, I deserved it. We'll get into it. I deserve to lose this game. But You have to hear what happened at 320. Tony even texted us over the weekend. It was so egregious. All right, next one. I don't really care. I'm sorry to the Saints fans. I know we specifically have one Saint fan that we talk with on X, and I'm sorry, but I just can't get behind the Saints. I did. Did we play that one? Yeah. Sorry. Tommy DeVito. DeVito! Can we talk about his agent for a second? Tell me this, Tony. I was wondering this over the weekend. (laughs) I knew he pissed you off. No, does an agent follow around their client everywhere they go? Because that would seem a little annoying. This this, guy. This, let me ask you this. Have you seen any other agents down there? No. There's your answer. Well, he's, no. He's, he's giving, he's getting all of the, he's taking a, he's taking a page out of maybe what Drew, uh, was it Rosenhaus? Rosenhaus, yeah. We haven't seen that kind of, and he even kind of pulled back, right? Clearly my man, Tommy DeVito's agent. Uh, Sean Stilato. Sean Stilato. Mr. Stilato. Hey, he's taking advantage of this, uh, this, you know, this, this, this. Fame? Piece of time, fifteen minutes. No, I'm not saying it's fifteen because Tommy might be for real. So, but you know that means based on the way his agent has has moved thus far, that we're gonna see a lot of his agent as well. But <laughs> he's but wearing I, I, a green jacket. <laughs> it, it, that was because he went into the Italian uh, Sports Hall of Fame or something oh, like that. Oh, see, I didn't That's even what his care. Jacket said. I didn't even care to like click it. You know what I found entertaining? What was the Saints every time they sacked him. Oh, yeah, they did the, do the... The the Vito. Yeah, I do love that. <laughs> I do love that. Everybody was doing it, too. It just proves that literally anything can be used for motivation of in course, the NFL. Of course. Because has this really hurt anybody? No. 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 But this guy life. who's started but maybe they, like five games. That's what. That's what. That's how they're He's getting all the it. press. People are asking them about him, all that stuff. But, yeah, Sean Stilato. Does John Boggs just hang out while you're taking batting practice all day? No, no, he does not. <laughs> All right, last one, and I think if you're an NFL fan, you know which one this is, and it was, did I not get the, I may have not got the highlight. It doesn't matter. I don't see it here. Well, final one would be Carolina Panthers 9, Atlanta Falcons (laughs) 7. Panthers' second win comes at expense of Adam Klug's bumbling birds, Chris says. Yeah, horrible pick in uh, in the red zone for... The Falcons and that. I mean, up until that point, uh, what's the young quarterback's name? For Desmond the Ritter. No, no, not for Oh, that. Bryce for, Young. Bryce Young had looked confused. And it just, I watched that whole game because I had a player on there that I was needing to do something. It 
it just goes to show you, like in a, needing to do something in, a, in, a, in a, like a span of ten minutes, uh, Bryce Young got his confidence, and he looked completely different the last drive, and he looked literally every drive in that game of the year. Of, I, I wouldn't say the year because I haven't watched enough of him, but I watched all of that game. And he looked just as befuddled as can be. <laughs> befuddled. And then the last drive, he hit a couple of uh, passes, and like you could literally see physically, like his confidence, his show, his his posture changed, and all of a sudden gets them down the field. The Atlanta played themselves. They burned a timeout. Yeah. And Carolina got the first down. There was about I don't know two minutes left. They basically. Just kneeled twice, ran the clock down to the point there was no time left, and then kicked a field goal to get their second win of the season. Here's that field goal. Oh, you did have Jan- I did. I mean, we have to get a 23-yarder to win it. Jansen to snap. Hecker puts it down. Eddie swings the leg. The kick is up. It's good. Cue up Neil Diamond. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Neil I guess Diamond. that's something that they do. But All right. That's it for the good, the bad, the ugly of Week 15 in the NFL. Uh, any other storylines from the NFL from over the weekend? Not that I uh, can think of. Okay. Did you hit that Mossy Nissan? I did. Okay. Good for I you. Scraving friends rolls on. I think Mr. Ello's ready. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, well, I, I don't know. I didn't see. So we'll see if we have him <laughs> when we get back. We have the Daily Gambit. We have some bets to cover. Also, we have the Big Five coming up in the next hour. And then we have Monday Night Football. The Eagles and the Seahawks. Starting at 4.30 here on 97.3 The Fan. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Searching for a parenting podcast you'll actually want to listen to? One that covers everything from how to deal with picky eating, how to grieve a pregnancy loss, and how to not hate your partner after having kids? Well, your new favorite podcast, After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings, is here. Hosted by two BFFs, this is a no-shame parenting podcast. Listen to and follow After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings on the free Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.